So, you know when you're on the street and somebody's talking about howlings and you're like, which ones? You know, you talk about Peter howlings or Fred howlings and you're like, no, those howlings. And then like it clicks and you know who it is. Well, we actually happen to have those howlings here with us <laughs> today. I'm AJ Henderson. And this is Mark Oldsma. And you're listening to Lay Fire. Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves for the people at home? Uh, my name's Adam, and I play the drums. I'm Joe Lee, and I play bass. I'm Kyle, and I play guitar. My name's Mark, and I'm not in the band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm AJ. I'm mostly not, yet. not in the band. Uh, <laughs> not yet. There we go. Optimism. I can take <laughs> now, that. Uh, never know. We, we get a lot of bands in here. Uh, seven specifically. <laughs> But uh, usually it's people coming from all over the place, uh, from from different places, and they meet musicians that way. Uh, but you guys all started out in Chicago and happened to meet someone else from Chicago. Yes. <laughs> uh, would you please uh, tell us your origins? Well, Kyle and I started the band in Chicago, and then we moved to Austin, and we met Adam through the Craigslist. Mm-hmm. And I'm from Chicago, too, and... Um I was playing in bands, mostly playing guitar and stuff. Never, we we never crossed paths and just kind of happened upon ourselves here. Yep. Now, this is an interesting dynamic because uh, we rarely get replacement players uh, <laughs> that, that kind of come in and uh, just like, you know, are able to talk a band before about a band before they were in it. <laughs> uh, those members have often like not showed up to the recording. Uh, so like, what, what's that like? Basically, the only thing that was going through my mind was that I was looking to hook up with a band um, here in Austin and listen to their stuff and really liked it. Um, I mean, since I've been in the band now, we've been back up to Chicago and I've met the old drummer. It, really cool. Um, like, I think we kind of have different styles in our playing, but at the core, it, like we like we have the same taste in music. We have the same kind of uh, like rhythmic. Um, yeah, stylistically, the songs didn't really change because we still play uh, the old songs that we had originally when we were playing in Chicago with Josh, uh, who is our old drummer. And um, I mean, the main thing that uh, that I need in a drummer is that he has he or she has to be able to play uh, with a swing because I write a lot of my songs or most or maybe perhaps all of them uh, was like a swing to it. So like when we were interviewing drummers like when we were in Austin and in Chicago because Josh I think started out playing guitar for us at the very beginning we would have these guys come in and they would just be like you know like really straight like you know like a lot I mean most drummers are metal drummers to be honest with you but (laughs) I mean but anyway it's like I mean stylistically it's I think Adam and Josh are very similar and we didn't we didn't have to change you know Jolie and I didn't have to change anything it just definitely it just it, it just worked like yeah. I think from the first time we it's played a vibe. yeah and like we kind of started out just kind of talking about what we were listening to and that kind of stuff and we mm-hmm. were just on the same length and I think even before we I played I was like well I'm in this band <laughs> yeah there was definitely like a point where both of you decided you were going to move to Austin and um, I mean did 
the uh, subject of like drummer not wanting to come with us, like come up or how was that? How was, how was the breakaway? Well, uh, that's an interesting question. Um, we really just wanted to leave Chicago and cool our heels. Like I, I wanted to leave Chicago for a while. Um, I, I, I spent my whole life there. We just wanted to get the fuck out of the cold weather, like for the most part, and just yeah. cool our heels and like get away from like a couple ugly things that were sort of like hanging over us. In terms of like coming down here, it was sort of like, uh, like I, I got a third job like at the end of the summer um, to save money to move down. Delivering pizzas. And yeah, I was delivering pizzas on the west side. Um, did you like, almost get robbed for like, like a bunch? I was the only person I worked with that didn't get robbed delivering pizzas. <laughs> Seriously. But I mean, I didn't work through that were long. Were they stealing the pizzas or their money? No, dude, they were stealing the money. Pizzas <laughs> Would they delivering... leave the pizzas though? Yeah. Uh, not always. Okay. We say I mean, like, if you're robbing a guy, you might, <laughs> right. you might, you might as well go all the way. Might right? as well take the pizza. I mean, if you're if you're like if you have to steal money, it must be kind of yeah. hungry, I guess. And robbing makes you uh, hungry. I'm sure. Guess, well, you know, wanna, does, if you're gonna yeah. rob people, you want to stay fit. I imagine. So it's just like <laughs> I don't need the extra calories. I'm gonna leave the pizza here. Take the money and uh, run. Well, it's not like I'm, run. Well, it's not like it's not like I'm chasing after these guys that like you know are, are robbing people. Like gunpoint, <laughs> but uh, or knife point or whatever, the, whatever the case may be. Pizza point, pizza point. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, but anyway, long story short, Josh didn't come down here with us because uh, I don't think he he had the money to come down. He he was still in college when we started the band, so. I think I'm going to cut in here. I want to know how the the interview process was. Like, did you have like an interview sheet? I mean, were we talking, you know. Let's talk about your last yeah, band. We, we uh, had, what, what we, did you do wrong? <laughs> well, what we did with Adam is that we had a... We're we had, still doing things we wrong, a, we had by the way. a list of like 10 or 20 uh, rules that the drummer had to abide by. He's since broken every last one of them. <laughs> but, uh, you know... Um, <laughs> no, the rules? The, no, the interview process... You know, it's... it's, it's, uh, it's no, it's, I think my Craigslist ad, because I wrote it, said... You have to have your own car. You have to have your own drums, which he didn't, but he lied about. <laughs> and you have to like our music. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. And I think the thing that really just capped it off was that I practiced their songs before I came there. Like, oh, I think a lot of the people like were like, yeah, I listened to it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, hey, we can play this song. Like, mm-hmm. let's do... Was that surf song we used to play? Oh, Salty Sea. Salty Sea, yes. Well, that's interesting. Um, so you were practicing these songs beforehand. Mm-hmm. Were you like, I can add the Adam Touch to this. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can add a little razzmatazz here where where it's lacking before. Uh, no, not at all. No? <laughs> I don't think he's ever used the word razzmatazz. Yeah, I, I think more people should use it. <laughs> well, Adam had only been playing drums for like not that long. Yeah, I always just played a guitar. <laughs> like, yeah, I, how long? Bass. How long did you play drums before you start? You joined us? I don't know. Probably a couple months. Hey, man, we asked the questions. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I just I wanted to know because clearly it hadn't been that long. <laughs> I think Kyle really likes to play with novice musicians because I only played bass for like two months before I joined the band. It's too. true. I can mold them into into my own image. <laughs> you know, I can play God. Yeah, yeah and nice. I think we kind of like we all kind of grow together. And I don't know, we've kind of found our sound together too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Like I, I pretty much only write songs with Jolie now, and uh, or at least with her in mind. And I used to be able to like, you know, play one of my songs for someone if they wanted, like on a, on an acoustic guitar or some some lame shit like that. 
And uh, but I can't really do that anymore because if I'm just by myself without her, it's just not. It's gonna sound like something's missing. Okay, so you actually do have like a physical released um, seven inch right now. Okay, now those are two really good songs. Uh, paid for you and dip it in. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, were th- those songs were written here, right? Those were, were brand new. Here. Actually, dip it in was dip it in is, dip it in oh, is yeah. an old one that, that's written in Chicago. That's, yeah, um, that one's about Chicago. I I wrote that. Well, I it was inspired from this uh, really um, big blizzard that happened. They, it was they, called the they snow called apocalypse. it the snowpocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, the first summer I had moved down to Austin. <laughs> yeah. That's and, when I decided I wanted to move to Austin. Yeah. And anyway, I my car was, See, I was um, one step ahead. My of car game. was trapped in an alley uh, behind my my buddy's house um, in Avondale uh, on the north side, and. Um, I spent approximately nine hours shoveling like the alley to the street, like in order to get my car out so I can go to work. And um, there was this big, uh, there was a garage, you know, there was an alley, so there was lined with garages. But on the garage, right at the end of the alley, in giant um, like uh, gang type of spray painted script, was written Latin kings suck dick and die with like uh, this like you know drawing of like a, a king from a card and like a dick <laughs> going to like a like a erect penis like stabbing like penetrating the eyeball that's no point and um oh no it's no good but anyway i had to stare at that for like hours shoveling my car out in the in the freezing <laughs> and anyway that's what i wrote dipping in about uh it's about the gangsters right uh it's it's it's, told, it's a sad tale it's told it is it is life. a sad well, yeah. it's, it's told from the perspective of like uh you know a a young youth who has no options left well that's interesting too because that's kind of a sad tale jolie there is an interesting song that i wanted to ask you about off of manifest blasphemy drown my baby it's a very deep and dark subject matter and yet you present it as anything but maybe Gurgling is how you describe it. How does one go about pronunciating things correctly when gargling a song? <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. It's just something you feel, I guess. You got to feel and it. And then I guess you're born with it, too, maybe? I don't think I could do it. Maybe. She was born yeah, with a lot. She has good genes. Well, let, let's talk about that song. Uh, that's probably... It, it sticks out in a particular kind of way. It's a, a very dark subject matter, but it's not afraid to throw in a couple jokes. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's meant to be upbeat and fun in the end. But yeah, dark subject matter. Well, what inspired that? I, I think there's a lot of people who would write a song about like drowning babies, but would never try to impersonate one while doing that. That's kind of an interesting idea. Well, I mean, I didn't want to come off like a psychopath, you know, like as if it was my own fantasy. Yeah. So it, it has to be. You said our songs were sexy. <laughs> yeah, that's the end um, result. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like also singing a song from somebody else's perspective in a way is like taking away some of the vulnerability of a song. So uh, can, can you show us an example of that gargling singing that has made those howlings so famous? <laughs> Uh, sure. There's no, there's no water in You know what I like about that sound? Remember that, like, a uh, spitting dinosaur in the first Jurassic Park? And he, like, kind of had, like, a gargling noise before he killed the guy from Seinfeld? <laughs> Newman? Newman? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no one knows that guy's actual name. <laughs> I suddenly, 
out of nowhere, but the brilliance in my head had an idea. Uh, Mark, would you back me up on this one? I'm going to back you up anywhere you go there, Chief. I think you can kind of read my mind here. You know what I'm going for? I think so. I think we have this. All right. Um, So what we're going to do here is we're going to do the Jurassic Park theme song, and then at the right moment, come in like the spinning dinosaur who eats the guy from Seinfeld. Okay. All right. I'm going to try. Thank you. I might botch it. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. Okay. Yes, we nailed it. <laughs> you guys lost it. Perfect. Let's talk a little bit about touring, and I know you had a question. Go, AJ. Can we get a little bit about the beauty of gas station food? And if you're a touring band, what's the best value you can get out there? I mean... It's got to be, I think, beef jerky. Um, oh, yeah. Best value? It's not beef value. Beef jerky's expensive. No. no, but like you you just like, I mean, because like, what are your other options? Like chips? Yeah, chips. Candy bars? Pretzels, can- but the thing like, is, you, it's but enough see, sodium to okay. drive a man insane. Well, here we go. I reject <laughs> yeah. your question because you can't, you shouldn't, this is like one of the first rules of, of being on tour. Don't buy your food at a gas station because it's just going to make you feel sick. I know, Mind but you, know, you really was, have no other options. Well, you can I go to a, a grocery store. I was a vegetarian on like, tour. You know. I'm not currently, but I was. And I was the first one to buy jerky. And mm-hmm. I shared it with you. And I bet you felt like the rosiness of no, your I life coming back to you. I packed jerky into my backpack. You did? I had a secret stash. Yeah, he was jerky. Oh, yeah, he was so jerky. jerky you didn't know mine? You didn't notice that? He had jerky the whole time. <laughs> he, he, had, he had so much jerky. It was like this gourmet jerky I bought from I the flags. I, like, I thought I was like saving your life. <laughs> no. No. What did save my... What? I, I did <laughs> yeah. get an apple at so one point, and it was amazing. You really need dick. to eat apples and stuff on tour. That's yeah. what you need to do. When um, we found actually found like a town where there was a grocery store that we could stop into mm-hmm. and buy stuff, we pretty much bought like fruit and stuff like that. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's all it's, bullshit. It's, on a the ba- road. it's a bad idea to do this financially, but I really like like going to restaurants in different in different towns and like trying different cuisines. Yeah, and we oh, did well, do course. that. And we, yeah. we, we, we did do that probably in Louisiana. Much, like, yeah, that in, shit's in, good. In, in Cajun country, they have taste buds there. Yeah, dude, they do, and it's so good, man. Do you want to give any restaurants shout outs? Uh, Right now, I, mean, I, don't, I can't, I can't remember, remember the name. Uh, the fake it. subway was pretty delicious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we went to a we went to a fake subway in, in northern Louisiana. Yeah, so basically, um, it was this like fish fry place that had this like sandwich shop next to it. But like all of like it was all set up like it was a subway. It looked exactly like. But a like subway. the menu didn't say subway. But like all of you know like you have like all the meats and the you know, lettuce and tomatoes. Like it was all looked like a subway. And Even so the I, colors, like the yeah. colors of everything were like the subway. Colors. And so I, I was, I asked the lady, I was like, is this a subway? And she's like, well, it used to be. And so it sounds like they're just getting all of the subway ingredients without paying like the franchise, yeah. <laughs> like rights. And Dude, they just, <laughs> what about that place that we stopped in, in Louisiana where it was all kids who were drug users that, Oh like, yeah, that was there? a great. Oh, that, that was, was an awesome place. Yeah. Great, yeah, man. It was like I can't a, remember what it was, was like run by like a like a like a church. It was like a rehabilitation. Yeah, it was like everyone that worked program. there were like these kids that they were on drugs. That well, there weren't any more, but yeah, they, they, they were had recovering them. addicts. And this was like in the middle of nowhere, and we, you know, yeah, it was like Arkansas. Or it, it was in it was, Louisiana. It was in like central Louisiana, and uh, 
Um, yeah, dude, that was like one of the best and like something ever about like walking wearing- in there. <laughs> Being on tour and like playing rock and roll music and being like drunk half the time on tour made me feel like kind of extremely guilty. Well, and, and, well, that's the thing is we. Well, walk, I was wearing we, a shirt that said like, uh, like fuck disco music or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so, yeah. Like all these, you were because like, you were wearing like the, church going guys. Yeah, were Adam up was to me wearing the like, shirt of the band that we like. I love were disco music. There's <laughs> <laughs> like your shirt says fuck. <laughs> and uh, and you know like he has like long hair and like we come in and we're uh, you know like we're dressed all like fucked up. And, very and they were like, and, but they were like right away. They were like, accepting. "What are you guys doing? Like, who are you? And why are you here?" Yeah, I mean, this? they could tell that we and, were not around. Yeah, and when we told them we were musicians and we were on tour, they like thought that was really, like, you know, they thought that was really cool. Yeah, they were like super sweet to us. Yeah, like, they were really so sweet, cool. and like, and uh, we talked to the owner who was mm-hmm. like, the, "Did like this the moment preacher. ever happen where it's just like, man, I had you all wrong. Uh, you're right." Disco does suck. <laughs> I, I never, I never considered that until you wore that shirt. <laughs> no, that has not happened yet. Uh, wait, dude, I'm wearing that shirt right now. I'm wearing. I'm yeah, wearing, this is a band that we toured with for half of our tour. Yeah, the, the Disco. Yeah, yeah. Morons. yeah, we got to give a shout out to our buddies, the Morons in Chicago. And this is their shirt. It says, "The Morons" with a uh, tombstone, and it says, "Rest in peace." Disco shit, 2013. <laughs> this is the this is the shirt. Yeah, <laughs> what a coincidence, huh? <laughs> I've been living in the past. I didn't. I, I hadn't realized disco died. But thanks for your fresh new sounds, those howlings. <laughs> yeah, right. And I thought my Sharona killed disco. <laughs> you guys are working on a new record. Yeah, we are. <laughs> We're yeah. writing it. We're writing it right yeah. now. No, we're not even. Well, we have like two or three or four more songs to write. Yeah. You played one for us earlier today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we did. Mm-hmm. That song is called Secret Chiefs. It's kind of about Chicago. Um, it is. It's about I have like a running theme through some of the songs that um, they're about an alien invasion on the south side of Chicago. Um, but that's kind of what the song is about. And Adam's dad is in there. Um, for a little bit, and yeah. um, Jolie and I wrote the song together. I, I wrote the words, and Jolie wrote like most of the music, and I like probably like a 75 25 split. Are there any things that you're thinking about approaching with this one? Like, a, it, is there gonna be like a philosophy behind this one, or is it just gonna be people jamming? Yeah, we mostly do kind of like independent songs. We have, um, there are um, a few songs that like are part one and part two. But yeah. beyond that, we don't really write albums with a concept. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, this album is not a concept <clears throat> album by any means. And neither was the last one. Although, I mean, I guess there are some, I don't know. The, Manifest blasphemy. I mean, there is, you know, like some themes of, uh, you know, horror and doom and like, you know, expansion and, you know, and then like, musical themes, like the, like like the American dream. Well, well, the musical themes are, are probably always going to be there in country. I mean, I feel like we're never going to, we're always going to sound the same musically, but lyrically it, it, you shouldn't take that for granted. Many people don't sound the same musically. Yeah. Sonic signature. That's I guess. very impressive for just three people getting together. Uh, because you can always like, uh, tell that like, uh, lyrically there's, different mechanics going on from like different head spaces and different people writing it. But uh, uh, musically it always seems to fit, you know, I can't say like 
a lot of bands besides like the Beatles or maybe Blink 182 that have two songwriters in it where they kind of just meet in the middle and it's it doesn't sound like two different entities, you know? No one's ever compared <laughs> us to Blink 182 before. That's, or the Beatles. Is, I, just the I, idea, really. Oh, fuck the Beatles. I literally Blink listened to Blink 182 last night, dude. Really? I listened to one of the Which? earlier uh, Ben Wild Balls. Like oh, that, that, that song is, is a very cool song. Yeah, is like it? it's a good song, and it, it's like amazingly fast. Like just to listen to it from a drummer perspective is like holy fuck! Like how did you even play that shit? Yeah, that's I, that's not that Travis that Barker. Was that, that's I know the most famous it, drummer. Yeah, um, Cheshire Cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, their first album. Fuck yes, dude. Uh, can we just uh, can that. we just oh, drop sorry. the pretension for like a second and say that we're kind of Blink One Eighty Two fans? <laughs> Like, yeah, hell yeah, man! <laughs> I mean, yeah. damn it, came out, and I think I really liked that one. No, I no, hated no, that no, shit. No, no, Dude I hated Ranch. Everything from did they have a Dude album called Dude, Dude Ranch? Ranch. Yeah. They did. And okay, but was damn it on Dude Ranch? Yeah, it was. Was yeah. it like the hit single? That's or something. a fine record. It really is. Like, I really like those first two. There's a song called like Carousel or something like that. That is, I think, off Dude Ranch. But I am oh, talking is? about different personalities coming in, yet sounding like the same band. It's an interesting idea. I mean, that's know? like kind of like the Black Lips. Like we're huge fans of the yeah, Black Lips. Yeah, that's probably and our And like, I band. feel like yeah. they are our model for like for everything. I mean, they write songs like so unified, and they're three mm-hmm. songwriters yeah, in that band. You can listen to their oh, records and, and four like, now. Like Ian now start started to write songs. Yeah, so they're all yeah. I guess songs. yeah. And and you can you know you can hear like a song that's like a you know like a country song and a song that's like a like an old fashioned like doo wop song. And then like a bunch of punk rock songs, and it, it all like seamlessly fits together. Mm-hmm. And uh, I feel like we kind of do the same thing, or at least we try to. We try to yeah. for sure. Yeah, they're definitely. A I don't know if it and, fits. I together mean, I or definitely not, think like the there's no theme to the next album, but it's definitely like a continuation and an evolution of like yeah, of well, us and like how yeah. we vibe together and our musical interests. And what are those? Well, like I said, the black lips, but mm. uh, like dead ghosts. Yeah, and um, just like sounds, man. Like I yeah, mean, sounds, and, man. and, and yeah. beats, like and I don't know, genres, like, like surf and and doo-wop, country, do up, uh, punk rock. But like, you know, we're you know, way some into of the um, best parts of Manifest Bless for me is uh, you know sci-fi sounds existing like really deep in the record. Yes, or just like thank yeah. you for noticing that. We're like way into. Uh, well, Kyle and I, I don't know if you are, but, and I guess like the foundation of the band, like we're very into like, I'm very into science fiction. I feel like sci-fi noises are just like pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And like, if you can make sci-fi noises out of like a doo-wop chord progression, like that's even cooler. All right. So we're going to have what? Four songs? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So talk, pl- to, talk to us a little bit about what we're going to play today. Well, um, we're going to do Jawbone from Manifest Blasphemy. Um, Which is AJ's favorite song. Which is, yeah, we're playing it just for AJ. Thank you, guys. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, we never play it live, ever. Yeah, we really don't. Not not very often. We're uh, playing it just for you, AJ. So, yeah, we're going to do that tonight, and hopefully uh, we play it. Pretty good? (laughs) Yeah, Tom, it's going to bring you renewed interest in Manifest Blasphemy. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then I think we'll play uh, two new ones that haven't been released yet. I think we'll do um, a song called Javier, which mm-hmm. is uh, a song about a cat that Jolie really likes. Yeah, and, uh, that's true. 
Some of our songs are about cats. Most of them, I'd say. <laughs> Some of them are about cats. Yeah, and, and then we're going to play from a outer brand space. new one, dude. And we're going to play um, Secret, Secret Chiefs, Chiefs, which our is our newest yeah. song. Yeah, it's our newest song, and um, yeah, I think we talked about it earlier, but uh, it's about aliens, sci-fi shit. It's yeah, pretty man. good. So yeah. hopefully we don't fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Nah, don't worry about it. Let's, <laughs> let's get into this. Thank you. 
everybody here hopefully if you've been listening you've enjoyed the sweet sound of those howlings melding both surf and possibly twee <laughs> into a sound that we can all enjoy here in beautiful austin texas this has been mark goldsmith this has been aj henderson and you are listening to lafire you guys have a great night absolutely Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh, uh, I'm gonna get a Sorry, I think I laughed during your outro. Is that gonna be a problem? <laughs>